0: See, oftentimes we say we have received God, but we really haven't received it truly as a gift. You see? Have you ever, has this ever happened to anybody? Has anybody ever received this really nice gift? I'm talking whatever it may be, really expensive gift, right? And, and, uh, and out of the blue, somebody just give it to you. And it's really nice, and it could be very expensive. And the whole time, you don't know why you, you got it, right? You don't know. All of a sudden, they show up, knock on the door, and say, I got something for you. And it is so nice. And it, you know it's expensive. And the whole time, in your mind, they're trying to give it to you. In your whole mind, you say, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. And then they keep saying, "No, but why you give it to me? I don't deserve it." You keep trying to get it back. And then finally, you they won't take it back and you receive it, and in your mind, instead of enjoying it, you are thinking of a way to pay them back. Yo, know, oh, I got to I got to earn this. I got to earn that. Oh, what if why did they give it to me? I don't deserve it, and I've got to earn it. And God is sitting there saying, "Stop it." Enjoy it. And we got to go out of our way to treat them better because we feel like the gift is better than we are. And the gift is just a gift. It's just a thing. I'm, I'm helping you because it's, it's been something that I've been dealing with for most of my life. Because oftentimes we say to ourselves that we don't deserve it, or we have to try to strive to get it, or treat people better that gave it to us, and we have to go. Well, I got to figure a way to pay them back. We got to figure a way to treat them nice when they come back. You, you're like you act kind of strange. You don't you don't you don't talk to anyone else the same way as you do them. You 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 make plates of food for them. You go out. It's like oh my God, get over yourself. It's just a thing. Think about it. We do the same thing with Christ. Because other people say, well, you've got to live better. You've got to do this. And I do believe in that. I do. But you know what? It's because we keep thinking that we can live up to God's gift. We can't. You would never, you and I, won't be able to live. And he says, I love you. See, I never expect my children to live up to the things that I can provide for them. Pastor Danny, do you think that Kara can live up to all the resources you and your wife have been given to their life? Is that what you expect of them? No. All you expect of Your children is for them to love. That's it. Just love. And do what you can do. See, this woman keeps saying to the Lord, he says to her, do you not see the gift in front of do you not see and she said but you don't have nothing to draw from I got something to draw from where's your bucket where's your rope and that's what we do to people because we don't know how to really receive the gift of God go with me to Ephesians 2 and I'm going to end with this and I don't want to be long in verse 2 or Ephesians 2 and 8 he says for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves it is the gift what the gift of God not of works let anyone should boast you know how you ever meet people in in places in church and they come across like they're very good christians because they're always about, I'm always this, I'm always that. And the problem with it is this, is they can't earn their faith, just like you and I can't earn their faith. And the problem with it is the one day you will get tired of pulling up your bucket. You will get tired of pulling up all this stuff instead of just letting go and saying, God, I cast my cares. I know I've messed up. I know this woman's like, I know I've been married five times and the one I'm with. I know, Lord, but what did she do? She left her bucket. She left the bucket. She left her bucket and began to say, look what I have found. I have found the gift of God. See, brothers and sisters, we Can say that we're believers and we are believers, but we really have never come into the receiving of God. And we often sing, and it's not wrong that uh, that, like this song that uh, we sing is that we we don't want just uh, we don't want blessing. And I read that song and I said, no, no, we should say, Lord, I didn't come just for your blessing. That word just need to be there because I want God's blessing and his relationship, and I want that because why? Why would my kids say, uh, Dad, I don't need your blessing. Okay, well, you want to sleep outside? <laughs> no, no, I don't mind you having my blessing, but what I also want is you and I to have relationship. See, oftentimes we think, we often think that somehow God is waiting to beat us down or whatever. God doesn't care what you have, man. We have to get over the idea that God is out there not going to bless us because guess what? You will never, you and I will never be good enough to lose the blessing or get more blessing. It is the way we think. I was sharing... I was with, you know, and I was sharing about on Thanksgiving Eve. You know that, and I want to leave you with this. Did you know that right teaching, right, causes you to have right or correct thinking? And when you have correct thinking, you will have, I'm sorry, Right teaching leads you to right understanding. And when you have right understanding, you'll have correct thinking. And when you have correct thinking, you'll have correct living. And when you, cor- you think correctly, you'll start believing correctly, and you start living correctly. And when you've been able to live, you'll be able to receive because it has nothing to do with you and me. It has to do with him. And when we can receive the the gift of God. That's why he says that, for you are saved by grace through faith. It is not of ourselves. It is a gift. It is a gift. And I know that sometimes we preach this and and people would say, well, does that mean that we'll we'll, we'll take it for granted and we don't love God? No. The more you love God, the more you see the goodness of God, I actually fall in love with him more, not less. Because when something is good, do you want more of it or less of it? See, when things are good, why would you want something else? Oh, I know, the turkey's working. (laughs) See, the problem with me, maybe not you, but the problem with me is for many years, I began to believe that it was my effort that causes me to be blessed. And I thought to myself, hold up, I was just living. And even when I received an awesome gift from somebody, I kept thinking to myself, I don't deserve it. Why would people, what? Why would God do that? Why would somebody give that, bless my family like that? Why why would they give me that donation? Why would they give me that kind of money? Why would they bless my family? And I just felt like, my goodness, I I don't deserve this. I don't, I don't. And, And all of it is I'm trying to live up to something that no one put on me. And there are some of us, and maybe you're listening to me right now. There are some of us is trying to live up to a standard that God never placed on you. That somehow you're broken, you're messed up because you've had five husbands. Somehow you messed up because you did something. Guess what? Nobody put that on you. God didn't say, hey, you're good enough now. He said that while we were yet Love is like this. While we were yet, the Bible says that God's love towards us is like this. While we were yet in our sin, that means while we were sinning, while we were committing adultery, while we were living without enough, well, with a person we're not married to, while we were cussing and yelling and getting drunk and doing crazy stuff, while we were doing that, God still died, sent his son and died for you and me. And yet we are demanding from ourselves of our own effort. I deserve this, I deserve to be by myself. This woman was by herself. She isolated herself by herself. She was at the well by herself. It was her own doing that brought her to the well. It was her own isolation. It was her own shame that brought her, and she was doing this, and the whole time, God says, if you would know the gift, if you really received the gift, you could have just asked me. I could have made that water jump out of the well. So what I'm about to give you, you'll never thirst again. But she she keep going back to, you don't have a bucket. What are you talking about? You don't have a bucket. And see, that's us. We don't have a bucket. And the hardest thing as a pastor is to get people to recognize you're not perfect. God's not asking you to be perfect. What he's asking you is to really receive. See, when you really receive, you don't worry about giving. You don't worry about your finances giving. You don't worry about your time. You don't worry because you just want him. You see, instead of isolating yourself and pulling up the bucket, doing it all your own, well, I got to do my devotion today. If I don't do my devotion today, God's going to hammer me. God can't bless. And we hear it all the time. If you do that, God won't bless. What are you talking about? People who are in the world is blessed. They're more, some are more rich than you and I are. What are you talking about? What I want to talk about, God wants to talk about, is God's more interested in the destiny and the purpose of your and my life. And he was like, telling this woman, woman I don't care I know because I know you've been married five times I know the one you're with but she left her burden she left the bucket and ran to the town and said listen to this man I don't know about you but this woman was somebody pretty significant Be married five times and the man she was staying with still wanted her and not only that, when she ran back into the town, she was so significant and so persuasive that when she spoke, the whole town came out and saw Jesus. See, we, we get all this hung up about stuff. And we need to go into places. Will you allow God to go into places in your life that you isolated yourself? you built Walls, you built invisible force field, you you've built don't touch me. I'm by myself, I'm good. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm good. And see, we and yet we're getting tired. You know the problem with pulling water up the bucket in the well is when you're young you're able to do it. But imagine if you're 80. It's the same bucket. Can we stand? Wow. It's the same bucket. Did you know that no matter how old you are, it's the same bucket? But the older you get, you realize that bucket that used to be light when you are young, now weighs a 1,000 pounds, and what you realize, it's the same bucket. Pastor Danny, it's the same bucket. What I realize is I've been dealing with the same burden that I dealt with 20 years ago. But you know, as I've gotten older, it's getting heavier. And I said, God, I, I can't fight this no more. I can't do this my own. I've got to cast it out. And he says, if you would have known the gift, Lam, if you'd known the gift that's sitting in front, all you got to do is ask and I'll take it from you. And you know the crazy thing is? That story? Did you read anywhere that that woman ever gave Jesus a drink? Did she get? gonna give me the drink. She didn't, she dropped her bucket, she didn't give him a drink. Did you read anywhere that she got a drink from her own bucket? No. You know why? Because there is no life drinking from our same bucket. Oh I'm just, see when you're young, we can really Pull that burden, come on. But as you get older, it's the same burden. And that burden seems to weigh so much more. Are you willing to receive the gift and let go? And maybe there's things that we all need to let go of of our past. We've got all kinds of stuff that we're dealing with. And God is saying, Will you receive the true gift of freedom that comes from Christ. And I'm not saying that you don't have Jesus in your life. God forbid, I'm not saying that. But there are those that I deal with that don't even go to this church, that don't even live in this state, that they have burdens they carry for 20 years. It's the same bucket. And the crazy thing is they can paint it, they can put a different spin on. They can put a bowl on that bucket. And it's the same burden. It's the same bucket. And I thought to myself, she never gave, she just left the bucket at, at Jesus' feet. Yeah. She just left the bucket at Jesus' feet. Wait a minute, isn't that the same bucket that you've been thinking that you can survive? How come you left the bucket at Jesus' feet? It is because Jesus is saying, why don't you leave your burdens at my feet? And she just went forward. I love it because she didn't just stay at the cross crying and crying and crying. She said, Lord, I just cast my bucket. I just cast my care at your feet. And guess what she did? She moved forward. It's because she received the gift. That is Christ. Oh, I want to live like that. I'm calling if the altar is open. You know, maybe you need to move forward and receive that gift again and say, "Lord, maybe my thinking was messed up. I thought that it was my effort. I thought it was my righteousness. I thought I I wasn't I, I thought that I needed to do it all. I thought, "No, he says that humble yourself. All you do is when you come to Jesus, when you humble yourself is you fall at his feet and say, "God, I I'm leaving my bucket. I'm leaving it. 20 years of it is enough. 30 years of it, I'm leaving my bucket. The altar is open as he sings this song. Take a few moments. Even you guys in the back, take a few moments. Come forward. And ask the Lord, Lord, help me to receive this gift. Hey, guess what? None of us deserve his gift. But that's not what matters because he said it's more blessed to give. it. It's his blessing to give us his gift. It is his blessing to bless us because when we see our children laughing, enjoying, and freedom. Who here has kids? And and when you give them, and they love it, and they run around, they got a big smile on their face, and they're free, they have no burdens, they have no worries, they have no stress, they have no fear. That is the greatest joy of a parent. Not the joy of mumbling and grumbling and worry. I don't know about you, I've got three kids, and my greatest joy is not when they're arguing, they got drama, they got stress, They have burdens. My greatest joy is when they get up in the morning and they're laughing and having fun and they don't worry about anything. And when they ask me, Daddy, what's your problem? I said, you don't need to worry about a baby. It's not your burden to bear. Brothers and sisters, this afternoon, I'm preaching my heart. This afternoon, stop carrying that burden. It is not your burden to carry. Because right understanding leads you to right thinking, leads you to right living, lead you to right believing, and lead you to the path of righteousness which is in Christ. Heavenly Father, we pray over this time. That's it. Come on forward. We pray over this time. Child, release it. What is it? What is in your bucket? What is that bucket? Just drop it. Drop your bucket. Leave it at his feet. Say, Lord, I cast it. Is it worry? No. Lord, you said that you come to give me life and life more abundant. If there's any areas in yours and my life that is not abundant, then it's against God's word. Receive. Go ahead, Pastor Jeremiah.
1: in your prayer. Thank you for your Ca Nothing is nothing else. Nothing else. else Jesus
0: Jesus Heavenly Father thank you for your presence thank you for allowing us to be your children Lord we want to receive your gift of grace we want to receive your gift of faith we want to receive the life more abundant in you. You said, Lord, not us, but your word says that we should cast our care upon you, for you care for us. You said that we be the head and not the tail. You said, God, that you will meet all of our needs according to your riches in glory through your son, Jesus. You said that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. You said You said, God, that we are your children, your sons and daughters. You said that you are the light of the world. They that follow you will not walk in darkness, will have the light of life, Lord. You said that we were yet in our sin. We were yet in our mess up. We were yet in our stress. We were yet in our fear. We were yet in our shame. We were yet in our anger. You died for us. Lord, you said, not I said, but you said, that you love us. Because you said that for you love the world, that you gave your own son. So whosoever believe, believe upon Jesus will have everlasting life. Oh, Jesus, you said, God, I want to invoke, you said, not what I said, not my own bucket, not my own effort. People told me that I'm supposed to make my bed and lie in it, but you said, no. You said that people said that I got to carry my own burden. I got to do my own bucket. I got to do it my own effort. But you said that you will help me said that if I cry out to you, you hear me, and you will answer me. You said that my quiver will be full. You said that barren women no more. You said that I should have joy and peace and blessing. You said, I didn't say, but you said, I want to receive this gift. Want to receive the gift of being the Son of God, the children of God, all of them. And we reject shame. We reject lies from the enemy, negative emotions. Help us to have right understanding so we can have right thinking, so we can have right believing, so we can have right living. You said. Not our culture, say but you said, We thank you. Bless your people, Lord, in the name of Jesus.